VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, Gainbridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder Gainbridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today at Gainbridge.io. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. Hour number two here on The Herd. Happy July 5th. Jason McIntyre in for Colin. I'm joined today by Alex Curry. We are breaking down all the fun NBA happenings, NFL happenings, a couple crazy predictions coming up in a minute. And Alex, the Shohei Otani story I teased earlier. I love it. I'm fascinated. You covered the Angels for many years. For 10 years, yeah. I was a part of the, the Angels broadcast. There, There's a lot of interesting things that can happen in the next month yeah. here with the Angels, especially with the Mike Trout injury that just happened. He's out one to two months. Yeah. Significant. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it a little deeper. Even if you're bit. not like, it's, a, a massive baseball fan, it's an interesting story on building a business, um, when to sell high, buy low. You know, Yeah, uh, I mean, he's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah. And if you don't make a trade before the trade deadline, you're essentially... You could... I mean, the haul that you could get for Shohei Otani, who is... The best player in baseball, yeah. probably the best of our generation, two-way player. He's leading the league in home runs. He's a star pitcher. Like yeah. it, it, He's absolutely insane. He deserves to be on a winning yeah. team. Or they lose him for nothing. Or that they could lose happen. him for nothing. Uh, also, yeah. Eric Mangini, Fox uh, Sports NFL analyst, stops by here in about 10 minutes. But I want to start second hour NFL predictions. I've got five crazy predictions that I do believe have a damn good shot of coming true this season. I will either be a soothsayer or look like a clown. One of the two. I'll deal with either one. Let's get started. Five crazy predictions for this NFL season. All right, number one. Let's get started with the Buffalo Bills win Super Bowl window is closed. It's shut. It's over. Okay? Three straight incredible years. Uh, Double-digit wins. Josh Allen on the rookie contract. It's come so close against Kansas City in that overtime loss. One of the gut-wrenching losses. Last year, they had the off-field controversy. Uh, not controversy, just chaos. that really made it difficult. 13 wins, and then they lose in the playoffs. Folks, there is some stuff going on in Buffalo. I've touched on the Leslie Frazier loss at defensive coordinator. Okay? Extremely good defensive coordinator. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. The green dot linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, the guy who relayed the plays from the defensive coordinator, he's gone, left in free agency. 
Both your starting safeties are now 32, getting up there in age. Albert Breer just talked about the Von Miller coming back uh, off the ACL. We, we forgot uh, Stefan Diggs, of course, with his drama. A lot happening in Buffalo. McDermott, what's going on? Like, I see the AFC East taking a big leap, and I see the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl window closing shut. Next up, number two. Oh, boy, L.A. Rams fans. Listen, I know you guys. I love the Rams. I enjoyed the Super Bowl run. It's over. I can see them being one of the worst teams in the league, and thus they decide to pull the trigger and trade Aaron Donald, basically their only good defender. Folks, if you look at this defense, I am not joking. There's at least six guys you've never heard of. Look at the PFF stats for this defense. It is abysmal. I'm just... uh, I know that they won the Super Bowl going with the big Stafford, Cup, Donald. You go with the big names. That worked. It was great. And then everything fell apart. The offensive line fell apart. Folks, they lost Jalen Ramsey, their best cornerback, who basically shut down one side of the field. And, oh, by the way, their middle linebacker, Bobby Wagner, who graded out as one of the best uh, defenders on the team. They lose their top two of their top three defenders. If you can sell Aaron Donald high now at the trade deadline, somebody's willing to give you a, a, a first-round pick, maybe a lot more than that. I think you're in a window where, hey, this team needs Aaron Donald. They want to make a Super Bowl run. And the Rams decide, let's just reboot. Let's get the picks. I know they said forget them picks before. They bought them out either this year or next, and they move on from Aaron Donald. Rams, it's a scenario. It could happen. It's crazy, but let's get to number three. The best division in the NFC. Drum roll, please. The NFC North. Yes, Aaron Rodgers leaves, and they get better. I love this division this year. I am buying stock in the Chicago Bears low. I know Colin does not love him some Justin Fields. That's fine. I'm gobbling up all the Bears stock I can. They will be better. They can't be worse, right? I love the Detroit Lions this year. A lot to like about this team. There's a world where they win the division. And oh, by the way, everybody's betting them to win the division. Minnesota Vikings will fall back a little to earth. I think 13 wins last year. I saw a crazy stat. Kirk Cousins had eight game-winning drives. Eight? Kirk Cousins. Maybe he'll get half that this year. Maybe. Uh, Unbelievable record in one-score games. It ain't happening again, folks. It's just not. They'll come down to the pack a little, but there's so much parity. Jordan Love. I mean, there's a world where Jordan Love is okay. I don't think he's particularly good. But if he's at 8-9 and and they're in the cellar, I think this division is going to be very competitive. Two, maybe three playoff teams. Yes, uh, you know, I mean, somebody else has got to fall out. We all, all know the Giants are coming out. Um... Dallas, the wheels fall off for McCarthy. What's going on in Seattle? NFC North are going to be damn good next year. That's my third crazy prediction. Number four, stick it in the NFC. The winner of the NFC will be the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr finally gets on a winning team. Goes from the Raiders where I think he was like 63 and 78. Some terrible record. Jay, what are you doing, Saints? I just teed up Breer 10 minutes ago if you missed it. He talked about how this is a pretty damn good roster with a lot of veterans. They know how to win. The big question is Collins not buying their coach, and I get that. That's fine. But I will remind everybody, last year at this time, ain't nobody had the Philadelphia Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Nobody. It was all, oh, the Rams can run it back. Well, Dallas Cowboys, I could talk myself into them. Aaron Rodgers coming off the MVP. Um, and who? Uh, there was another team that everybody absolutely loved in the NFC, and it's like 49ers, obviously. Thank you. Um, nobody was talking Eagles. They come out of nowhere, best record. Just telling you, that Saints division, they could easily go 6-0 facing Desmond Ritter and, and, and uh, whatever Carolina's got, the rookie quarterback. Like, the, the division's weak. Saints get home field advantage. That's in play, folks. That's in play. Saints winning the NFC. Uh, 
fifth and final <laughs> crazy prediction. It does not involve the Jets. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to the AFC Championship game. Yes, sirree. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will take all, all of your love for Kenny Pickett, who, by the way, by the way, go look up the stats for Kenny Pickett. I think the final seven games, he was a top 11 quarterback in the league. I know, Jay, come on, top 11. What the hell does that mean? It's like I was a rookie. Okay, Kenny Pickett, a mature, this is not some like 21-year-old kid. He, he looks sharp end of the season. I don't love the OC, Matt Canada. A lot hinges upon him. The defense will be back and really, really good. I've already bet them in week one. Uh, I've talked about it here on the show. I'm just telling you, for me, maybe just me, this Steelers team is a buy. I can definitely see them going to the AFC Championship game. Uh, I know it's a minefield out there with the uh, Chiefs obviously loaded and the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets and that team in Buffalo. Um, they're, uh, just Pittsburgh's going to be damn good. And I would not be totally shocked if they won the division. Apologies to Bengals fans. Uh, we see the Browns kind of, eh. Um, I, I, I maybe irrationally like this Pittsburgh Steelers team. All right, let's go to our guest, Eric Mangini, Fox Sports NFL analyst. Eric, uh, longtime Jets coach. He's got a big grin on his face because he just heard my five crazy predictions. And now he's, he's yeah, I, ready to mock you're me. You're supposed to stop I'm... drinking yesterday, Jason. <laughs> Bring on the scored, uh, Eric. I, I don't uh, know. Did you, any you, of that jump out at you as what the hell is wrong with this guy? Well, I think the, the NFC North is the best division in football. It's, no, no. I, sorry. Bit, I meant the best division in the there. NFC. NFC. Sorry. Okay. In the NFC? Yeah. Is that I, a guess, more? I guess you could be. I guess, that's a little bit more. A little bit more agreeable. That I mean, look, I like. I like a lot of the things that Chicago did in the offseason. It's just hard for me to believe that Green Bay is going to be better with Jordan Love. I think Detroit had a great finish to the season last year, and and they're getting a ton of love for what they did last year. But they had a terrible start to the season, and and it's a little bit of you don't get to, you don't get to start exactly where you finish. You got to do all the things that you did well the year before. And you have to do better because nobody's underestimating you anymore. So it's going to be interesting to see how how that plays out. Steelers make the AFC Championship game. I mean, they're going to have a tough time in that division, J Mac. They will. And you got a better, you got a better, uh, or Lamar Jackson healthy. Deshaun Watson should be better. You got to deal with Joe Burrow. I, I love what they did towards the end of the year last year as well. But just getting out of that division is, is going to be rough. Yeah, uh, just to start in the NFC, Eric, you, you look around and it's like the Eagles, okay, they got hurt. They did lose two coordinators. Maybe you could tell us what it's like to lose both your coordinators in, in an offseason. But I just look at the rest of the uh, the top of the NFC like uh, McCarthy. You know, uh, his offensive coordinator's gone, and uh, are, he's now calling plays. Uh, the 49ers have a big question at quarterback. I know everybody thinks, oh, Brock Purdy, pencil him in. I mean, listen, the guy won seven games. He was the last pick in the draft. Are we sure? Coming off a major surgery, like that he's going to be the guy who takes him to the promised land, and then there's the Seattle stuff. and I, It just feels like chaos could happen in the NFC. Yeah, that that, that one I I could see having having some legs. I, I, I like Derek Carr, and I, I really am cheering for him. I I think that, that he's better than, than the situations he's been in. Um, and hopefully this fresh start will, will be really good for him. Now, the thing is, when he's had a new offensive coordinator, had to learn a new offense, it's typically not great that first season. Uh, but just reading the things that, that he's been doing there and the way that he's been working at it, and you can't get any more motivated than he is, he, he gives him a shot. He gives him a real shot. And you're right, the NFC, in a lot of ways, is wide open. 
I, I mentioned that the Rams are going to be very, very bad. Um, you know, Eric, I looked out at their defensive depth chart, you know, and we're, we're doing stuff like that in the offseason. It, it's bleak. And this idea that you can just pay a couple guys and win a Super Bowl, like, I, it felt like a lightning strike for the Rams. You look at that roster, they're yeah. devoid of talent. And, and Stafford's coming back off the injury. And, you know, I, I, yeah. McVay and almost retired. It's, 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 it's one of those things where they're, the way that they won the Super Bowl was not traditional at all. And they, they did give away a ton of draft picks and they paid guys a lot of money. And, and when you do that, it's a little bit like buying with a credit card. And at some point, you've got to pay for that credit card and you've got to hit the reset button. And, and that's that's where they are in, in a lot of ways. And for them to move on from another big piece of, of the Super Bowl puzzle, I don't think is, is too outrageous because they're much further away from that than they are from, from the team that we saw last season. Eric, uh, you know Josh McDaniels well. This, this one I'm about to ask you just missed my five crazy predictions, but all of a sudden things do not look great. Uh, in Vegas, you had the Garoppolo injury we're hearing about late and the surgery. Uh, you got Devontae Adams popping off, unhappy already. You got Josh Jacobs, unhappy. You look at the history of Garoppolo with Shanahan, awesome. Now Garoppolo has to go learn kind of a new offense with McDaniels. I mean, Eric, there's a world where by Thanksgiving we're talking about Josh McDaniels maybe being unemployed and and, and the Raiders just saying, Let, let's just tank. Let's tank a palooza. Let's go get Caleb Williams. Um, how can, what's your concern level with the Raiders? Well, Garoppolo in, in Las Vegas makes a ton of sense because they were together in new England. So he knows that system and he can be very successful in that system. It's, it's just how many games are you going to get out of him? And and that's always the question with with Jimmy is, are you getting the full season? Are you getting half a season? When's that, when's that other shoe going to, going to drop? And then we've seen the injury you know, before he's even even played a game. In terms of the the noise coming out of there, look, there's there's often noise that comes out of organizations that, that make transitions and when it doesn't go as, as everybody hopes that first year, that noise tends to get a little bit louder and, and people are much less patient with head coaches than, than they ever have been. So Josh needs to, to get some wins and get some wins early just to solidify that the approach he's taking and the philosophy that he's brought is, is the right approach and, and, and can help him get where they need to be. I want to ask you about quarterbacks and building a team, Eric. This is kind of a, a very random question, but I'm fascinated by this. We're seeing, obviously, teams that pay their quarterback top dollar. It's tough to get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Sean Payton had come on here in the fall and said, listen, find me the last team that won a Super Bowl where their quarterback was the highest paid in the league. Now, Patrick Mahomes may be changing that, possibly, but we're seeing some questions with Josh Allen, uh, Joe Burrow and Herbert about to get paid, Dak and the Cowboys have kind of slid back since paying him. I am curious. You you obviously had uh, Chad Pennington with the Jets, a nice playoff run. Uh, you had Favre. Then in Cleveland, you know, couldn't really find a quarterback. I'm curious, where are you right now on the state of the NFL and building a team and you know, there's some quarterbacks last year who made moves. Russell Wilson was was not great in Denver. Matt Ryan went to the Colts. And remember, there were some expectations. that Oh, they could win the division. And, and now he's like going to the booth. Uh, it, it didn't work out for another quarterback who changed zip codes. I'm spacing on him right now. But it just feels like we're at a weird time in the NFL. But, but that just goes to show you how desperate teams will be when you don't have a quarterback. And, and when you don't have a quarterback... You're willing to make a trade like like Denver did for Russell Wilson or 
what Cleveland did for, for Deshaun Watson. And because you, you live through that life, and, and when you don't have a, a quarterback that puts you in a position to win every game, or at least gives you a chance to win every game, everything else has to be right. And it's a really difficult space to be in. So if you're paying your guy the, the top amount of money in the league, or, or he's one of the top five or ten highest paid guys, typically that's a high-class problem. That means your your quarterback is really good. And when you've got a really good quarterback, you got a chance. And then the Jets, to me, got a steal in a lot of ways with, with Aaron Rodgers for what they had to pay for him versus what other teams had to pay for, you know, for Russell Wilson to Sean. It's, it's a great situation, and it shows you again – what you're willing to do when you when you're living without a quarterback? Yeah, there was a team. I think Washington went all in on Carson Wentz. Remember that a couple years ago? That's our guy. We got Carson Wentz, and like that flame out happened. I was looking at the at a list, uh, Eric, of current free agents in the league. And again, age obviously matters and salary matters, but these are just some of the names of guys who are currently not signed in the NFL: Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Carson Wentz, Zeke Elliott, Leonard Fournette who was like <laughs> pivotal on those Brady Super Bowl teams. Jarvis Landry, uh, Jadavian Clowney, Melvin Ingram, uh, Robert Quinn, and Dominican Sue, Akeem Hicks, Miles Jack. Uh, Eric, I'm sure every year in July there's a list of good players. To me, <laughs> I'm looking at this list. I didn't even mention Kareem Hunt unsigned. It's not like he's a fossil. What, what's going on right now? Are we at a league where quarterbacks are paid so highly that you just have to find work around the margins for like several other positions? No, I don't think it's that. I think the league has a way of humbling you, and and all those guys have have done incredible things throughout the course of their career. But when you get towards the back end of your career, when you've moved teams a few different times, typically you're not going to get the salary that that you're hoping for. And and there has to be a time where the player takes a step back and say, okay, this is this is what I'm willing to play for, and and maybe build in some incentives, and 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 you've got to you've got to make some concessions. When you're, when you're sitting in free agency at this point. The other thing is there, there's only a finite amount of money, and it, you may spend it on the quarterback or, or however you want to construct your roster, but as you get closer and closer to, this, to the season, there's less and less money to go get a guy, and unless you're willing to, to mortgage the future, and it's hard to mortgage the future a guy for, for a guy that you don't have a, an overwhelming conviction for. All right, Eric, I'll get you out of here on a, uh, a Patriots question, obviously, because I, I don't like the Patriots and you know the organization well. Um, this whole Mac Jones stuff, I don't want to say he's you know pushing back against Belichick, but we're talking about like a 40-year age gap practically between this head coach and player. Mac Jones, we know he was a little rough around the edges at Alabama. Uh, he could be vocal about his dislike for stuff. Belichick just got him Devontae Parker to I thought was a bad deal. Juju Smith-Schuster, a sus deal. I, I don't know, man. Something seems to be going on there. I can't put my finger on it. I don't want to say, you know, Be- Belichick and Jones are battling because that's nonsense. Belichick's the greatest coach ever. Mac Jones hasn't done jack squat in the NFL. But what's your read on what's happening in New England? And it might just go back to the quarterback stuff we talked about. It's like it's tough to find one. Well, look, Mac Jones came into the best possible situation you could come into. He came into it, an offense that was built for his skill set. That was that he didn't have to to win every game. They play complementary football. It's smart football. It's it's a uh, a system that that he has familiarity with in, in a lot of ways. And and they were able to to be successful. And I think he looked at that success as 
maybe being a little bit too much of him and not as much of, of the system that he inherited. And he had Josh McDaniels and, and he had Mick Lombardi. He had a great offensive staff. So you lose that staff to, to Las Vegas. And then what does he say? He says, well, you know, I've had a ton of offense coordinators sort of, sort of not disrespecting, but not really appreciating mm. how good a group he had. And so you fast forward, they have the experiment that they have last year. Things don't go well. And instead of him staying in the building, Word is that he went out of the building and, and looked for answers outside of uh, of New England, and, and that's not something you do. It's not <laughs> it's not how you operate there. And so, if you want to buck the system as a young player, then you're going to have to deal with the consequences. And and you've heard Mac Jones talk about trying to get the respect of the building back and and trying to make sure that everybody uh, is confident in him. I can say it's it's easier to maintain the respect than it is to lose it and and get it back. So. He, he's going to have some challenges this year, especially if he doesn't play well and consistent early and often. You you make it sound like you're talking about the mafia uh, going outside <laughs> uh, the organization, Eric. I, I guess maybe, listen, Belichick's been around uh, forever. In New, he's an institution there. Uh, Mac Jones, man, it, that, that sounds kind of bleak, does it not? Well, it's it's it depends on, on where you stand. If you're a Jets fan, <laughs> it's not that bleak. If you're... A Dolphins fan or a Bills fan, you're probably not that bummed out about it. If you're a New England fan and you've grown up with Tom Brady and and the, the just the wealth of, of riches that you've had with with that situation, this is a big transition and and uh, you're, you're getting used to life without without a, a legend. Yeah. All right, Eric Mangini, Fox Sports NFL analyst. Uh, thanks a lot, Eric, for taking the time and uh, enjoy the rest of the holiday week. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, good stuff from Eric Mangini. Coming up next in Herdline, Alex Curry has a fascinating story about how the Sixers could actually keep James Harden in Philly. That's next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Nev- yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. 
They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage bootmaking. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovis is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time. Just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovis, only at Decovis.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. This summer, it's the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup with the defending champs USA chasing a historic third win in a row. Don't miss the action when the tournament kicks off on July 20th on the networks of Fox Sports. Alex with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Well, J-Mac, Odo Beckham is ready for his NFL comeback and giving fans some insight into training with his new Ravens teammates this offseason. He posted a handful of photos of a recent workout with Lamar Jackson and first-round pick Zay Flowers with the final slide saying, I owe it to myself to get back to who I was. Mm. Now, we saw what OBJ was able to do with the Rams to help them win a Super Bowl. Yes, he's 30 coming off a major injury. But if he can be 80%, just 80% of what he did for the Rams, maybe make a couple big catches a game here, this could be huge for the Ravens. They finally beefed up their wide receiver core. Lamar Jackson is healthy. They, As we mentioned, they drafted Zay Flowers in the first round. They got weapons. They got abs. They, Look at they, they, Jeez, oh, yeah, shredded. Shredded. My gosh. Yeah. I need that workout plan. Uh, hey, oh, maybe Odell could unblock me on social media. Oh, he blocked you? Well, I said the Giants should have traded him like 10 uh... years ago, and he just got angry. But, so I could get these workout <laughs> so you didn't tips. See like, this dude's you, chiseled. He, so you can't see these on Instagram? No, I this can't see the first time. I love this. This yeah. is hilarious. These guys sensitive. How, how good, do you think obviously. he's going to do? How, how does he good. Do? I mean, here's the interesting thing. Their offense kind of bottomed out last year. It was yeah. the worst they had with Lamar at starter. And then they go out and bolster the room and get that yeah. new OC, Munkin, from uh, George, I believe. I mean, they can't be worse, and they seem like they want to throw more. I mean, I read somebody saying Lamar could be like a quiet MVP candidate. Ooh. And, you know, he's got Lamar Jackson. Uh, yeah. Odell Beckham. The OC has a lot of weapons there. I think they'll be good. Yeah. I just don't know. It's a lot of newness. You know, I, it's I a struggle lot, with newness. Yeah, yeah, you got new draft picks. You got OBJ in a new place. Again, coming off a major injury. You always hope that someone can be a fraction, 80% of their old self. So, so the ACL was in the Super Bowl, so February 22. So he missed a whole season. Yeah, so he's he's been out for like 16 months, 17 yeah. months. Long time. Which could be a good thing that he's like given himself more time to fully heal because yeah. with that, I mean, you remember don't want to. all this talk that like someone was going to sign him for the end Towards of the season. Towards the end of last season. And yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll be ready for the playoffs. They were like, no way. No. 
No, you don't. You don't want to risk that and then have a setback hurt your knee again and then have paid. to get surgery. He's happy. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think it could work out. Yeah. I hope it works out. Certainly. You know, for everyone on that team. But uh, let's move on to the Lions because they were one surprise team last season, finishing with a winning record for the first time since 2017. They just missed the playoffs and are hoping 2023 uh, is the year to finally make that jump. And Lions cornerback Jerry Jacobs has complete confidence in Jared Croft leading his team. This is what he had to say. Jared Goff is the best quarterback. He's really top five in the NFC, if you want to be honest. I've played against a lot of quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers would be in my top five, but Jared Goff is up there. Everybody sleeps on my dog. I love how he takes it. He isn't cocky. He just soaks it in and plays ball. He's a great quarterback, and I can't wait for him to go out and prove everybody wrong. I don't know who's trying to prove wrong. What does that even mean? Like, where is he though? Would you consider him in the top five when you have what NFC. guys in the NFC like Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray? Once he's back and kind of healthy, do you consider mm. Jared Goff? He's well, 54, 45, and one in his career. I would say he's bubble top five. Bubble he's right top in the five. Mix. Like, I don't. I would take him over Geno Smith, but what, yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Um, Kyler's hurt. Stafford's coming off an injury, so mm-hmm. maybe rule them out. Kirk Cousins or Goff is an interesting one. Right. Well, who you got in that? I uh, I got Hurts, Stafford, Prescott. Carr, I think, could have like a bounce back. Carr? I forgot about Carr. I think Carr. he could have a bounce back season, especially the way it ended for him yeah. in Vegas. You know you know he was hurt. I, I got text from a buddy over the weekend. They saw Jared Goff playing pickleball. He Everyone. lives kind of near me at the beach. Everyone's closer to you. playing pickleball. I, I haven't played. Have you played pickle? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, I got a professional paddle. It is so much really? fun. But I'm a big ping pong person, so it kind of oh, reminds are me. you? It kind of has. Oh, I, I was runner-up in my high school ping pong tournament. Really? I got really aggressively into it in high school. We had a table growing up. It reminds yeah. me of a mix of ping pong. So, it's interesting you say that. I've been lobbying the staff to get a ping, tom- ping pong table on the set. I'm getting some pushback. Why? crazy. Do it. I don't know. Uh, ping pong. Everybody loves ping pong. I love ping pong. Like, Everyone loves on ping pong. Instagram, I'll just post some ping pong highlights. My oh, brother yeah. sends me all these videos. Ping pong is so fun. Oh, it's like, great. They it's have really a table cool. when I was with the Angels for 10 years, yeah. and they have a table there. I would go in yeah. and play one of them. I almost beat Mike Trout, and then he beat me by like two points, never played me again. Really? I was like, okay. You played I ping pong with Mike Trout? Oh, yeah, I did. Wow. Okay. But we're, I was yeah, going yeah. off the topic with off ping pong. Topic. Anyways, Jared Goff, yes. Bubble <laughs> top five. Close. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, again, another team. You hope they do well. Certainly. Right? Okay. Well, let's move on to the NBA because James Harden requested a trade from the 76ers, but there's still a chance he remains in Philadelphia. The team would love to keep Harden for next season. The president, Del Morey, reportedly hopes that he can convince him to stay. Harden and Morey have a longstanding relationship, and Morey reportedly believes that he could help change Harden's mind on the future. Now, the hard part here is, like, we've seen James Harden check out before, right? He, we've heard him make up his mind here, know he doesn't want to be there, the fact that he has requested a trade. So my question is here is, what are you going to say to convince him? What is it going to take? We saw what happened last season. We know what the situation is. Also, do you want to spend a good chunk of your energy convincing someone to say who doesn't want to be there? Apparently, it's about the money, right? Like, he took less last year so they could add P.J. Tucker and another piece who I'm spacing on. And then it didn't work out. They didn't yeah. win the championship. They didn't get to the finals. They didn't get to the conference finals. So Bad. now, Harden's like, all right, uh, show me the money. And they're like, well, we're, you know, things have changed. You didn't dominate the yeah, way we thought you would. Show me the record. Like, yeah, show exactly. me, Where's the history? We show you the money when you show me the results. So 
So they're like, well, we're not willing to give you what you want. So Harden's like, well, get me the hell out of here. Trade me. And then you look around and there's nothing. Yeah, where so you like, go? I know he opted in, so technically he could return. But like yeah. Alex, he just came out publicly and said, trade me. That's and now I'm he's going to show up here in two months when camp starts or whatever it is? Well, that When you go into a situation with that attitude of, nah, I'm done. I'm out. That sets such an uncomfortable precedent going into the locker room, going into the yeah. season. And it's like, we all want to be here. We all want to get the job done. And you publicly said you don't want to do it with us. And don't forget, they, Maury, who loves Harden, yeah. apparently fired Rivers because Harden didn't really want him. And so he brings in Nick Nurse. And Nick Nurse didn't give him a love letter when he came in. It was just like, yeah, we want James to be back. But it wasn't like, we need him. I don't know. It just feels, something feels off. I just don't have a landing uh-huh. spot for him. That's like, oh, the Clippers. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. How does yeah. that happen? Where's the deal? Like, yeah. Maury's not taking back Norm Powell and uh, a Morris twin. And then you're like, oh, we'll get a third team involved. And now you're like, okay, well, you got to unload Maxi. It's just convoluted. I don't know. What do you have to do? Have, like, Doyle and Bede go and tell him? Oh, I yeah, need no, you take, here. Take less it's, money. And they're like, yeah. you just wanted him. You telling yeah. me to take no. less? You yeah. got your 50 mil. Where's mine? Harden, I like him. Super, I mean, wasn't it four years ago that, like, maybe not necessarily this show, but other shows were like, he's as good offensively as Michael Jordan. Do you remember that crap? Oh, yeah. People were pushing that. It's oh, like, yeah. I don't know. You, you got you to gotta have the playoff numbers yeah. to back it up. I had I heard a funny line. I was talking to somebody about the NBA draft, and they were breaking down a, a player for me, and they had this funny line. He shakes, but he doesn't bake. Right? And shake and bake, baby. I think it applies shake to Harden now. He can shake, but he don't bake anymore. He's just not doing what he used to. Uh, and I don't mean that as a dig toward Harden. He's just not the guy he was. I... <laughs> I hear, as I hear I, laughter because I said he's not the player he was, he's not. He's just not. Look at I the just, I think a big piece of it too is you have to mentally want to be there and you have to mentally buy in. That, that's how championship teams are built. Every single player on that team buys in. Yeah. So if you can do that and if you can get him to buy in and have that cohesive unit again, you can have a chance. But if he's mentally not in it, why are you trying to convince someone who mentally doesn't want to be there to stay? Yeah, that's tough. It's not going to work. Yeah. Alex with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. All right, coming up next, uh, Shohei Otani. Very loyal guy, okay? But I'll tell you why the Angels are going to have to trade him soon. It's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Decovas is a great boot brand. Love it. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And Decovas is Western to the core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearls, snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Decovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Decovis.com. Just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, at checkout. H-E-R-D. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast. So there's always a new style and looks. Again, limited time, just enter the code HERD at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Decovis, only at Decovis.com. If you can't make it to a store, Decovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods to your door. Visit Decovis.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Saturday is baseball night in America on Fox. Two of the game's best go head-to-head as Ronald Acuna Jr. and the Braves take on Randy Rosarena and the Rays or the Mariners take on the Astros. It all starts at 7 Eastern on Fox. Check for the game in your area. All right, we've teased this story, I think, two or three times on the show just because, to me, it's super fascinating. Even if there's not a lot of Anaheim Angels fans out there, uh, this Shohei Otani situation is Utterly fascinating. First of all, happy birthday to Otani. Today is his, I believe, 29th birthday. Uh, The best player in baseball, I think universally agreed upon at this point. Uh, Pitcher, hitter, the numbers are staggering. He should win MVP this year. But what's more interesting is you've got a situation where Mike Trout, who is not having a great season, just got injured and sounds like he's going to be out about eight weeks, maybe longer, which is bleak for the Angels' playoff hopes. They're still in the mix. They're in the wildcard mix. I believe four and a half out. And maybe they make a move or two to position themselves here at the deadline to uh, venture into the postseason. But we're talking about a franchise that has not won a playoff game with Mike Trout, their awesome player, in uniform. Okay? Like, it's been bleak in Anaheim. And now we're looking at Otani being a free agent at season's end. So you've got this, hmm, what do we do? Do we... A, trade Otani for a massive haul and bolster our uh, anemic farm system. Uh, Apparently, in 2021, the Angels' farm system was so bad that they drafted 20 pitchers. Every single draft pick was spent on pitchers. That's how bleak it was. The farm system's like barren, okay? 
Do they trade Otani for a massive haul? Or do they say, you know what? No, no, no. We're not giving up our biggest ticket seller. The only reason people talk about us uh, on shows like this is because we've got the best player in baseball. Maybe we can sign him at season's end. Maybe he'll stick around on our team that hasn't won a damn game. Now, a direct quote from Otani is, his number one goal is to win. Now, here's the weird part about it. Baseball is not obsessed with the rings culture the way the NBA is. In the NBA, it's all about the rings, all about the titles. Baseball's more of a stats sport. Otani's stats are otherworldly. NFL is kind of a hybrid, right? Dan Marino's talked about as a great quarterback, but he did not win a Super Bowl, so he's not in the Elway, Brady, Manning pantheon. But baseball's weird. Like, you can achieve a ton of stats, never win a World Series, and it's like, oh, well, he didn't win a World Series. You know, you could ask me newsflash, like, how many World Series rings does Babe Ruth have? And I would tell you, I don't know. And I would guarantee a lot of baseball fans don't know. You got to look it up. So, Alex, the Angels are faced with this situation. Do we trade him before the deadline, get a massive haul, and just rebuild and reload? Or do we hope we can really sign him at season's end and he won't go to the Dodgers or the Giants or another West Coast team, Padres, Seattle, maybe make a run because he would love to stay on the West Coast so it's easier to travel back and his fans in Japan can watch him. Alex, it's a tough situation. You covered the team for a long time. I, I kind of feel like splitting it down the middle with, I know Trout's hurt, but let's keep Otani and let's make a couple moves around the edges. If the Angels asked you, Alex, you covered the team for a long time. You know Otani, you know mm-hmm. Trout. What, what do you think we should do? We've even heard Trout say, like, Otani is going to make the decision that's best for him. And we heard him say, right? Winning is my number one priority. He has not won or been in a playoff game with the Angels since he's been with the franchise. Mike Trout, who has spent his entire career with the Angels, has not won a single playoff game. Arguably one of the best players in our generation in baseball has not done that. I think as a business move, it would be silly not to trade him, but you have to think about it from a fan perspective, an ownership perspective. They're thinking... If we keep him, if we build around him, if maybe we can get into the playoffs and we can win a couple playoff games, maybe there's a slight chance that we can keep him when he's a free agent at the end of the season. But if you don't and you don't keep him and you don't get anything for him, you could build completely rebuild your farm system. You would not only get star players, but top prospects. You could completely rebuild everything. I mean, he is a once in a generational two-way player who is in the MVP conversation and in the Cy Young conversation. And I do not believe he's going to sign with the Angels again next season. I have a gut feeling it could be the Dodgers, um, a West Coast team, as you mentioned, maybe the Mets just because of their GM, Billy Epler, who was the Angels GM, who got Otani to come Mm. to the Angels would kind of be a reason. But again, these teams aren't winning. Right now, and he wants to go to a team that can win. Interesting that this is the first time, you know, as a Yankees fan, the Yankees are not really mentioned prominently uh, going for a well, big time Steve free Cohen. agent. Steve they Cohen. Steve Cohen is like the richest yeah. owner in baseball, uh, and they had to create a luxury tax for Steve yeah. Cohen after last season. I, I read a story about him in the New Yorker. The guy is just a legend with the way he made his money. Some stuff around the edges. Uh, the TV show Billions. Yep. I don't know if you've seen it on Loosely based off of him. Loosely based yep. on him. The guy's a legend. Yeah, uh, Uncle Steve. He, extremely wealthy. He could just spend. He doesn't care. Um, I got to say, from a purely business standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, detaching myself, I'm not an Angels fan. You know, I do know some Angels fans. I would just say, this is easy. 
We trade him for as much as we could get right now. I know the fans are going to be upset. You're not going to watch. You're not going to want to go to games. You're going to boo. But we're going to bolster the farm system. And in two to three years, we're going to be a lot better. Because if we lose him for nothing, that is as bad as it gets. You cannot yeah. lose a superstar for nothing. Like in the NBA, there's like the sign and trade. Mm-hmm. But you don't want someone walking out the door for nothing. Yeah. Especially it, a guy of this magnitude. The crazy part, too, is like not only is he the fan draw, but if you look around, most of the sponsorships and most of the mm. ads around Angel Stadium are all based around yeah. Otani and our Japanese brand. So you're not only losing, again, this is on the business side and the Angel side, you're telling your fans we gave up. We don't believe that we can win or get to the postseason. And we don't think we, we can make a run. So you're throw, you're essentially throwing in the towel yeah. to try to get a haul or you're putting all, all your chips on the table and going, okay, I, I hope we can get there. But right now, you just lost Mike Trout yeah. for arguably two months. That's, That's the tough it's part. It's tough to overcome. It's funny. It's like all these Angels fans, well, Otani might stay. He could stay. He could hang around. He likes it here. He loves Anaheim. I'm sure Anaheim is beautiful. Um, I, I haven't been lately. Uh, I saw a comedy show. Anaheim seemed cool at night. I don't know. Um, at any rate, you know, it's like, hey, you know, Haley's comment's probably going to stick around for another day. It's going to show up the next week. Like This idea that Mm-mm. a once-in-a-generation player is just going to stick around on a losing team, yeah. to me, is like a foreign concept. Like, no, he sorry, deserves to no win. No disrespect, but I kind of want... Now, it's out of his character to ask for a trade, right? He's not going to oh, he say, hey, guys, I've had a good run. I want to go to a contender. Like Baseball, by the way, would love it if Otani was in the postseason. Uh, hello. They need it. Uh, Otani in the postseason is massive. It's a huge win for interest, mm-hmm. uh, social, everything. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about the best player in baseball, yeah. exposure. I don't want to say he's buried in Anaheim, Alex, but he kind of is right now, right? Well, you saw it with Mike Trout, too. I mean, he was the best player in baseball before Otani came into the league and, and had his MVP season a couple of years ago and has just gotten better each and every season. It's it's frustrating, I think, for the game of baseball to yeah. not have two of the best players in the game never play in the postseason. Yeah. I'm sure this will be reacted to very well on social media. You want to trade our best player? Fans are crazy. Uh, I'll quickly pivot to the Lakers here. Uh, I didn't get a chance to chime in on the Lakers uh, offseason moves. So I don't, I don't do grades anymore. I did that when I had a website. Um, and, and the teams I liked and made good moves would all obviously get A's. So the Lakers, clear grade. Cowherd's Mr. Report Card. I mean, it's a friggin' A+. Plus. Like, it's like you could skip the next grade. That's how good the offseason was for the Lakers. Folks, look at these contracts. Look at the depth chart. And remember, I know that last summer they kind of did nothing. We're going to stand pat with this Russell Westbrook thing's going to work out. They start 2-10. It's a, it's a disaster. Almost all of these moves. The Jackson Hayes one is can be critical. He had an off-the-court incident with like a Instagram influencer girl that got him in some hot water. Um, Cam Reddish has largely been, I don't want to call him a bust, but he hasn't really done anything in the NBA. Um Gabe Vincent, maybe a slight overpay, but he was damn good in Miami. Torian Prince is like a decent role player. But folks, here's the key. Look around the West, okay? Nobody in the West had a better offseason than the Lakers. The Golden State Warriors arrows pointing down. They got worse. Undeniably, I don't care what you say, I don't care how much you hate Jordan Poole, the Warriors got worse. The Denver Nuggets, who won the title, lost their sixth man in Bruce Brown, and they lost their seventh man in Jeff Green, a veteran. Uh, do they? I mean, I like Peyton Watson, the young kid from UCLA. And they've got some promise in some other young guys off the bench, but they didn't do anything in the playoff run. So, undeniably, the Denver Nuggets got worse. 
I mean, without question. Now, how so how worse? How much worse? It's not that much worse, but they did not get better. The the L.A. Clippers, who people love to talk about the damn paper clips, the most irrelevant, relevant team in the league because nobody can stay healthy, have not done anything this offseason worth noting. Nothing. Now, maybe they get hardened and that changes things. But if you're looking at the Clippers, they're down. The Warriors are down. The Nuggets are down. The Suns obviously got better with Bradley Beal. The Lakers got demonstrably better. It's not even close. The depth on this team. Now, if LeBron goes down, well, you know, <laughs> clearly any, any team loses their star player, they're in trouble. But I'm looking at this depth chart, and that's what I do, okay? Anthony Davis backed up by Jackson Hayes. Jared Vanderbilt, who, remember, he was instrumental. I know he did not show well against the Nuggets, but pretty damn good series in the opening round against Memphis, and that was, was pretty good uh, against the Warriors. Guarded Curry at times, backed up by Rui Hachimura. The, the Japanese Jordan, I love saying his name, Rui Hachimura. A very good basketball player. Uh, and, and they got him at a good discount. Uh, LeBron backed up by Torian Prince. I don't love D'Angelo Russell, but Gabe Vincent, I'll tell you right now, I'll be, I'll be real. Gabe Vincent's probably playing more pivotal playoff minutes than D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is that innings eater fifth starter who you need during the regular season. Yeah, he'll have some 35-point games. He's going to go for 31 against Orlando. Why do I keep bagging on Orlando? I don't know. But he to me, is not a playoff performer who's clutch every night. I mean, yeah, he had a good game against the Warriors, but Gabe Vincent is a more reliable defender. I believe he could be a knockdown shooter. Can he carry over that playoff run he had to the regular season? We'll see. And finally, this Cam Reddish move, okay? So this kid was a Duke, a Ballyhooed, I like that word, Ballyhooed, Ballyhooed high school basketball player. Goes to Duke, eh, didn't really fit in the Coach K system, but... They had a lot of five-star guys on the team. He was good, not great. But you could see flashes. Then he goes to the Hawks, and he bounces around. He hasn't really done anything. I think Cavs had him for like four minutes. He hasn't shown out. This will be an opportunity. The Lakers have made a habit of getting guys like Lonnie Walker, bargain basement value, boom, to the moon. I think Cam Reddish can show out with the Lakers. Folks, I'm not saying go buy Lakers season tickets, but this is a team that has a legitimate shot at another deep playoff run coming up james harden in philly what the hell's next hey hey it's malcolm gladwell host of revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride your elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own brake kits led headlights whatever you need ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.